this empty room it once held her life the disintegrating pieces of her life the paint on the walls soaked in tears long enough fell apart the air she struggled to breathe the shut window knew not the table in the corner which mirrored her loneliness bathed in dust the crumbled sheets she wrapped herself in smelled of insecurity and fear like her wings carrying untold tales of abuse and insult the broken shelves dangled just as the words choked in her throat the damp air remained still and the creaking fan refused to spin once you were full of life of flesh and blood of limbs and bones of hues of charm and echoes of laughter oh i wish your silent whimpers found their way to me before you found your way out i pushed open the stubborn window the flying flake of snow now light and lifted the floating cold air carrying her scent nothing to hold the limitless flight onward on her boundless journey past this room empty of love this empty room that was really powerful and heart hitting i'm really looking forward um to diving into that piece but before that hello one and all and welcome to the first episode of unnamed with your host viva vinodrai please allow me to introduce our first guest on the show shri bala pottakat she is one of the large number of indians living in dubai with her husband shrinivas and son shantanu she is predominantly a homemaker who enjoys acting writing and learning she's acted in about 10 short films and she's currently in the process of compiling her poems for an anthology she also considers herself an avid learner especially the spiritual aspect of life now coming back to your poem shri talk to us about what inspired you to write this piece and what are you trying to highlight here so yeah thank you vibha and hello everybody coming to my poem i think i will have to talk about my condition my autoimmune condition that i have it is called lupus now this is a condition which can affect a person physically of course and in most cases emotionally too even leading to suicides so this piece i have written is about one such soul who suffered and decided to take her own life to end her misery this poem uh, also sees a friend who walks into the room where the deceased person spent her days in agony and pain i have tried to highlight the mental state of a person who's unable to be vocal about her issues it can be any one of the reasons that can fall under the broad umbrella of depression but in my personal story it is a depression connected to a physical challenge like lupus so just to brief on lupus it's a chronic condition where the immune system of the body which as we all know is supposed to fight infections in foreign bodies 
it attacks the healthy tissues causing inflammation in different parts of the body so it can gradually spread and attack skin joints musculoskeletal system and internal organs like kidney and heart but uh, i have been really fortunate enough to have my condition diagnosed before my organs fell prey and the sad thing is it affects women more especially those in the child bearing age so 9 to 10 patients are women yeah. right now now a lot of the listeners may not have heard of lupus i mean before i met you all i knew was that selena gomez had it but lupus is actually categorized under autoimmune diseases and over the past 30 years autoimmune diseases have been growing at such a fast rate that medical experts are calling it an almost epidemic now all autoimmune diseases commonly have a malfunctioning immune system as you just said and instead of protecting us from viruses it start it starts attacking its own healthy cells and organs which causes inflammation and there are actually about 100 diseases that are categorized under this by the american autoimmune related diseases association and this might be really surprising for some but examples of some of the most common ones are arthritis type 1 diabetes celiac disease which i suffer from as well and there are many more now these are some life altering diseases which if left undiagnosed can turn life threatening and cause a lot of psychological issues as you shared with us in your poem mm-hmm. now why are we talking about this today and why is it important to know about these issues um I think there are two things that are really important for us to know. One is as more and more members of the society suffer from this, right? They could be our friends, they could be our family members. We need to realize that they will need our support and we need to be able to understand how to be support these people, especially because you said 9 out of 10 people who suffer from this are women. The second important thing is that these diseases are very difficult to catch and diagnose because it can take a person an average of 5 years and 5 doctors to get diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder according to the American Autoimmune Related Diseases Association. And in that time what happens is the patient's condition keeps getting worse. Now it's maddening and frustrating to not understand what's going on with you and to have that happen to you for years and years. So let's start from the beginning, right? And and tell us how you got diagnosed with lupus. I think you've rightly mentioned Vibha that it is it, it because the symptoms are so uh, generic that it is very very difficult to uh you know right. diagnose an autoimmune condition like lupus so coming right. to my journey it, it was a year long journey before i was uh you know diagnosed of lupus so if i am to talk about that journey it was towards the end of 2015 i was okay. actually beginning to feel unwell quite often you know it's not the kind of sickness you can pinpoint and explain it's it's the it's a kind where you can't figure out which part of the body is not doing its job mm-hmm. and and the funny thing is you can't even go to a doctor with that that kind of ambiguous discomfort but i saw that gradually my skin was affected i had severe rashes on my hands face back legs especially while i was out in the sun 
so i mm-hmm. thought it might be sun allergy and light sensitivity and i used all kinds of sunscreens with higher spf right but it had gone up to such an extent that if i spent long hours out in the sun it would take me a couple of ice packs and long hours of sleep for my eyes to recover from the extreme burning and watering okay and i would also have these tiny dots which are burst blood vessels under the skin from inflammation so the next part of my body that was affected were my knees mm-hmm. i did see doctors and that includes allopathic doctor ayurvedic doctor uh you know for my knee pain which they treated with temporary medications but it always came back with a bang and it dragged me down to the point where to get up from a seated position i had to you know hold my breath and shut my eyes tight and quickly jump up so i could rise and the searing pain would last only for a short while believe me even that took a lot of courage because you can you can feel the pain it's just that it stays for a short while so in a span of about 5 months and after a couple of visits to the doctor and managing my skin rashes and dealing with my knee pain on and off muscle aches every now and then i'd lost a lot of weight and to tell you the truth i looked like a shadow of what and who i used to be i had dark circles my face looked tired i had no energy left for conversations i felt sick all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i looked sick you know and i was more often than not lost in thoughts of why i was feeling what i was feeling because you know i was not getting an answer from anybody you know that you know what what is it that i'm going through Mm-hmm. and then i thought maybe i need a detox you know maybe there is something in my system that needs to clear up i came down with severe flare ups and high degree fever just in a month of finishing my detox so i was in bed most of the time sleeping or upset unable to figure out what was going on with my life every inch of my body ached as if i came back from a battlefield and and actually it was a battle and my body and my mind were just so so tired so by then 10 months had passed in the agony and all that was left was a fake smile plastered onto my face mm. uh, it was it was it was kind of it was quite pathetic actually mm. and i decided to finally see an ent because i had a splitting headache that just refused to go away and i guess that was a turning point towards the discovery of my you know invisible enemy the ent recommended me to a rheumatologist and that's the first time i am hearing that term rheumatologist <laughs> right <laughs> because yeah because he identified my headache had nothing to do with my head instead it was part of a developing rheumatic condition in the body so mm-hmm. it is when i consulted the rheumatologist i realized i was in losing my sanity after all and all that i was going through were just not mere fabrications of my imaginative mind because right. i i really thought i was going crazy mm-hmm. because you know year long suffering and no answers and mm-hmm. you you're still going through this so i really thought i was crazy but i'm glad it had a name and that's how i began my journey with this invisible companion lupus well that that is quite a tough journey you've been on with lupus um i understand that the biggest impact of lupus is 
on the quality of life the patient leads, right? Just mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. said, right? You feel like it's everything is in your mind. It's a figment of your imagination. I, I read this quote that resonated with me a lot from Jessica Goldman. She is the author and founder of the blog Sodium Girl, and she said that it's hard to talk to people about what you're feeling and have them really understand why and how you're so tired. Right. Now, that is one reason why lupus and autoimmune diseases are called invisible. It's because on the surface, it can look like the person is completely fine, but you don't know about the inner battle that they're going through, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Now, yeah. according to Professor Matthias Schneider, who's an MD, PhD, and the president of the European Lupus Society, 90% of lupus patients suffer from such severe fatigue that it impacts their personal, family, and social life. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with this fatigue? Did you have times where people didn't believe that you were not feeling well or you're making it up? Um, actually, uh, one of my main coping mechanisms was just resting up as much as I could. It sounds simple or it sounds even right. silly, but yeah. it is so effective. Um, you know, I do know that a lot of lupus warriors don't have the luxury of taking ample rest, but I cannot stress on this enough. It is significant that we listen to our body. I was someone who kept myself busy all through my life, even when I wasn't in an eight to five job. So Mm -hmm. learning to take rest when my body asked for it was not at all an easy task for me, but Mm -hmm. I was made to obey. I had to obey, you know, there was no other go. So I chose to work with people who understood and respected my condition. There was some, there was a filtering process that happened there. And it also meant that I was removing myself from the competitive space, which obviously affected my, you know, my freelancing works. But I used that time at home to pen my thoughts. I wrote articles. I sketched, um, you know, uh, pictures that I resonated Mm -hmm. with. I spoke to my friends and family. So I used uh, that time to uh, make it quality time for myself. And one thing that has always helped me rise above all these difficulties is spirituality. You know, it has uh, helped me strengthen my spirit. But as Mm -hmm. a human being, sometimes the mind battles tire you. When you are the healer, you are crying out too constantly. It is bound to exhaust you at some point. Yeah, it's like it's like you have to constantly mother yourself yeah. and motivate yourself to keep going. You end up actually using up your willpower for the most ordinary tasks and you run out of it when you need it the most when when the so big true. things happen, yes. right? Yes. Right? So yeah. so they say that the psychological impact of losing your previous life and the uncertainty of what's coming is something most lupus patients suffer from, right? An article published in the online magazine Rheumatology Advisor by Crystal Wong, who's an MD, has shown that the prevalence of depression and anxiety is twice as high among lupus patients in comparison to general population, which actually gives your poem a lot of context, right? How did you deal with this? Now, the thing is, uh, lupus and clinical depression have very similar symptoms, you know, such as lack of sleep or excessive sleep, lack of energy and enthusiasm, heavy appetite or no appetite, mood swings, etc. These are all symptoms we Mm. hear of depression as well. I cannot say I went through a clinical depression, 
but mm-hmm. i have been through situations of severe anxiety where mm. i could not connect with people and talk about my problems so that is when you need to seek professional help right when you cannot when you're not able to open up to the people around you and you're hit with anxiety you need a professional to take that out of you so right. it is also when you already have a condition like lupus see you're already mm-hmm. in 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 uh, you know challenged emotionally also yeah any Every other day. emotional yeah any other uh, you know emotional imbalances or challenges can be too much for the mind to handle you know it may not always be just lupus even a small additional trigger on the emotions can throw your mental health off track which comes back to having an adverse effect on lupus itself so it's a it's a vicious cycle there you know my quality of life was severely affected during the initial few years when i had to mostly be happy in my own company and keep right. my circle of friends and activities to to minimum my right. work suffered and i had to really build my own pace and find contentment in the same so even initially, now i am a little yeah yeah you had you initially you of committing right. to you know the everything that comes my way yeah right especially when you have that recovery period right after you've been yeah. diagnosed and you're at the lowest point in your life you yeah. you do need to take a break uh before you can like come back to if ever full force to your work very very true yeah yeah right and i i believe that you know um the bravest thing one can do is ask for help right because uh, people you know um, a, a professional can always help you out therapy right. and spirituality both have helped me understand my own power and reconnect uh, with myself in ways i may not be able to explain in words right so it's only when we handle a difficult situation with grace and power we realize how both these have helped in our journey is there is there any advice you would like to give to anyone of our listeners who might be suffering from lupus um i'm not sure uh, you know if i should call it an advice i think i can just share the learnings from my own experience listening to your body and listening to your inner voice is something that should be part of your daily life mm-hmm. you cannot keep pleasing the whole world without enough rest relaxation sleep without eating good food at the right time etc if we don't pay enough attention to ourselves our body will make sure you return to your basics through an illness or some other challenging condition so you must accept that your life has changed and that you have a condition mm-hmm. but it is also true that you're not dysfunctional mm-hmm. yeah. so you can structure your life around your condition you know i am able to see it in a positive sense and see some good in this you know this whole challenge otherwise mm-hmm. you will stay in this in this space as as a victim if if that is what right. you want you can you can happily stay in that mode but you right. can also think about why you got it in the first place and how you can work around it maybe your lifestyle had to change the way mm-hmm. you were abusing your body had to change so look at this challenge as a wake up call for a change and do what is better for you you have to change maybe you know change your perspective for me spiritual journey is all about understanding yourself and figuring mm-hmm. out your life the way it works for you and empowers you 
for a lot of people maybe the word spiritual you know does not really align with them so you don't have to use it right but understanding yourself and functioning accordingly is key for a healthy mind and body it it's just as simple and straightforward as that right i i see what you're saying is that seeing the silver lining may not be possible initially but it is important that you try to do that right things exactly. get worse exactly things get worse if you cannot share your pain if you don't have someone who understands you it's not always about showing a tough guy attitude like i can do it i can do it and keep pushing yourself in fact it's the opposite of it right uh, knowing true, that you true. will need support and yes. asking for that help and, and a big part of that is i think setting up support system so i have celiac disease and i'm part of a lot of groups on facebook and reddit right, right. um right. uh since lupus is an it's not a rare disease but it is an uncommon disease about yeah. 5 million people in the world suffer from it according to lupus foundation of america mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do do you have a support group here in the uae now it's very interesting that i tried to create a support group here but right. somehow we are just we were just two of us in it initially but now okay. i i think there are about five or six of us in the group it's not a very okay. active group yet uh, though i used to get a lot of personal calls from friends about friends mm -hmm. and friends of friends suffering from lupus what i realized right. is not many were willing to be open and vocal about their issue Th so that is very we, weird yeah that that is yep. weird but you know maybe because uh, you know you come to a uh, you know situation where you feel that no one gets me anyway so why should i just talk about it yeah but uh, that's not what it is you know you have yeah. to try and talk about it uh, you know so that people who are in the same situation will definitely understand and provide right. the support you know exactly. but later i joined yeah. another support group which includes those primarily with fibromyalgia which is another autoimmune condition so since i also have fibro i got to be part of okay. that group and uh, that group has been extremely helpful as it has opened doors to many alternative therapies and healing methods so uh, that is a very active group as well and i'm also okay. part of a lupus uh, lupus sorry trust group uh, from india so even that group is uh, quite active Okay. So yeah. Okay, that's yeah. great. That's great. Um you you mentioned about not being able to work like you had a 9 to 5 job before. Yeah. Um what do you think workplaces can do to accommodate lupus patients so they can work again? Um see the most important thing is one must talk about their issues to their employer and have a flexible arrangement which allows you to breathe in times of flare ups. and maybe even have an option of working from home if your condition restricts movements so uh, if you have an understanding employer then i don't think it is impossible to dream of a corporate career right i would like to particularly mention that it all depends on also on the intensity and severity of your condition as well okay there are there are you know people who are really really struggling with a lot of you know organ uh, dysfunctions and such right so i'm talking about um, the others who are functional and who still want right. to have a career it's important you talk about your issues your health condition to your employer yeah. and if you can have yeah. a agreement you know nothing like it yeah and yeah friends i and think family also i think just need to be around and give the person the space to 
just adjust and adapt between their uncertain health conditions and just be kind and i that's yeah. i think that's all what is needed for a person with a condition so as not to have the added pressure of having to you know explain and justify oneself yeah you you don't have to do that every time you know if you say you're not well you people have to just understand and give you space to recover that's it that's all that's needed yeah right so can you share some common symptoms that and the types of tests you can do to find out if you have it yeah some of the significant symptoms are skin rashes especially the one across the face it's called the butterfly rash or the malar rash right joint pain muscle aches swelling in different parts of the body dry eyes you know these are these are the main symptoms okay. and it's also okay. key to remember that we need to see a rheumatologist so right. you know to diagnose the condition and lupus right. is mostly confirmed by mainly by symptoms and also test blood test such as ana and ena profile those are the main two tests right so how can we increase like i i'm i'm aware that the awareness of this condition at this point is very very low yeah. how can we increase awareness of lupus um so i think i will have to just repeat this uh, talking mm-hmm. about it of course is one of the most important ways to uh, raise awareness i have been very very vocal about my condition and the symptoms around it so that it can help someone identify the condition before they suffer for long you know uh be open about what you feel and realize that your health is very important be it physical or mental so take that brave step of seeking help and rising from your suffering and always mm-hmm. remember that you have to speak up for yourself you you can't right. expect you know even your family to understand or read your mind only you know the extent of your suffering and not everyone will understand but you have to try even if one or two understand you can slowly start building a community so and right. also I-, i i want to just uh, mention the page i have on facebook it is lupus support group middle east so if okay. anyone would like to be part of the group you are welcome it as i mentioned before it's not very active as of now due to the less number of members but we can yeah. certainly make it active with the presence of more right and and like you said you know you have to try and um educate people around you right only you know the condition you can research it get to know as much as possible about it and start exactly. educating everyone on how they can support you what can they do to help you uh, and that True. way you are taking an active role to healing yourself right yeah yeah very much yeah okay that so so that's an end to this episode shribala it was so wonderful to chat with you if you felt like you learned something new uh then please share it with your friends and family help us raise more awareness about this so we can make diagnosis much faster and easier for patients and if you are someone who would like to feature on our show as a guest then please share your work your story your poetry anything with us uh you can reach out to us on instagram at unnumbed u n n u m b d or you can email it to us at unnumbed u n n u m b d @gmail.com until next time bye bye